Introducing Built to Last, a new podcast by American Express. I'm Elaine Welteroff, and I'm excited to host the debut season where we will be deep diving into the stories, history, and continued legacy of small businesses that shape American culture. Through these important conversations, we'll hear how the Black business leaders of our past have inspired today's Black-owned small businesses and communities. Join us for the debut season of Built to Last on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Support for this podcast comes from Microsoft Teams. Now there are more ways to be a team with Microsoft Teams. Bring everyone together in one space with a new virtual room. Collaborate live, drawing, sharing, and building ideas with everyone on the same page. And make sure more of your team is seen and heard with up to 49 people on screen at once. Learn more about all the newest Teams features at Microsoft.com Teams. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode of 300 Seconds. I am your host, Jensen Cole, along with the Messiah and the person who is on fire. Cannot seem to lose a bet for the life of him, Kyle Maggio. Kyle, how are we feeling this morning? How's that fever? It's so hot, bro. I said, I said this on the, the hockey pod. I, I'm just, I'm almost sick of winning. Like, it's almost predictable at this point. Like, I'm so, this is so convenient for the listeners. It's so convenient for the people on Twitter to just follow us and only see Ws. Like, how could you not I'm be almost, on board this train I'm almost with us? Sick of, I'm almost sick of winning could be the most arrogant comment in sports <laughs> betting history, but I love it. I love that. I love that mentality. We've got some NBA games. I've got actually got an MLB game. Want to show MLB some love uh, because I haven't been betting on MLB as much. Doing very well for the year. Uh, lost my last two, actually, unfortunately. So that's not good. But we got some NBA games. Slate looks like today, to be honest. A lot of games that don't matter. ton of players sitting as the really only thing that all eyes are on is who's getting that eight seed in the West to tire out the Lakers in, in round one. Fans are hoping for the Blazers. I'm hoping for the Blazers. However, I still have the Lakers winning it all because I think they click and it's tough to beat them in a series of seven. Anyway, NBA games. First off, opening game. Don't even bother watching. Go exercise. Go for a run. It doesn't matter. We've got um, – we've got – sorry, I'm just pulling up right now. Nets Magic could not be a more pointless game. Nets are actually surprising everyone uh, with, with some of these wins and everyone's like, wow, Kyrie and KD, maybe you should have played. I'm not giving Kyrie and KD any, any flack for that, but again – 1 p.m. game, Eastern time, pointless. Don't even bother turning your TV on. You can check the box score after. Spurs-Rockets, must win for the Spurs. I think it's in team's best interest. to. Uh, this is an inter- interesting one for me, Kyle, actually, because Harden is sitting, right? They're playing the Spurs. Spurs are vying for that eight spot as well. But I think all other teams want the Blazers to be the eight seed again to give the Lakers a run for their money. So Rockets don't really have much, uh, much incentive to win this game. Harden's out. What do you like for this game? Are you going to touch it, or you, do you want to continue to move on the slate? Rocket Spurs? Yeah. I've been thinking Spurs. Um, Spurs are heavy favorites, by the way. Minus 180. I mean, Harden's out. Um, obviously, Spurs don't have Marcus Aldridge, but Spurs are not it, talked about at all. They still have a – they're vying for that eight spot. They haven't missed the playoffs in 22 years or something absurd. It, in, addition, in, quiet. in addition to that, they moved DeMar because, to your point about um, – Lamar being out, they moved DeMar down to the four. And he's been right. playing a small ball four. And the offense has been really humming along down there. It's just been a bunch of shooters, playmakers, DeMar cutting and slashing and being quicker than four. So there's definitely real credence to the Spurs, not only as just because people are sitting, but also because they've really just been 
pretty good in the bubble with some of those adjustments that they've made. So I am kind of leaning Spurs. I'm not going to lock it in on this pod because I do think with Westbrook still in play, it gives me pause, uh, especially when Westbrook has no Harden and he has free reign. And I mean, he hasn't looked amazing in the bubble, so maybe this is a get-right game for him. I don't know. Just something to consider. But if you were leaning Spurs, I think that's a a pretty smart play. I'm not going to lock it in yet. Maybe I do before tip, but I, I, that's kind of where I'm at. I'm, I'm like 70% of the way there on the Spurs. I, I think that's a decent pick today. If you if you had to pick yeah, one, I, mean, I think that that's a decent one. Spurs are minus 180, so everyone's going to be like something's fishy. I guess Harden's out, and then they think that the Rockets are still a better all-around core team and then slam the Rockets and then get punished. I'm not going to touch that game. Um, vast majority of the money and the handle is on the Spurs because Harden's out again. Uh, I don't like it. It's it's just not a good enough line for me. It's minus 180. If the Spurs are like minus 140 and uh, and Harden was out, then I'd be like, hmm, that's actually a decent line we're taking. But I don't like the payout there for that risk. Next up, we got Suns Sixers. Uh, the, the the Suns are just freaking unstoppable. DeAndre Aiden, boneheaded move, missing his COVID test, somehow got it. Uh, race to the uh, race to the arena was cleared to play, got in the game late. Suns came out with a win, still undefeated in the bubble. Embiid is out for the Sixers. Suns are heavy, heavy favorites. They're nine-and-a-half-point favorites against the Sixers. Who would have thought a couple weeks ago, if you looked at the slate for you know the, the entire regular season schedule, that you get the Suns as nine-and-a-half-point favorites against the Sixers when Sixers were one of the louder teams out of the East, and then Simmons and Embiid were both healthy. Now, not so much. Uh, this is another game I don't want to touch. Suns, obviously, it's a, it's another must-win. All these teams vying for the eighth spot in the West, it's a must-win. But I don't really like this game. Kyle, are you going to touch this one or no? Probably not, surprisingly. I, I know we've been touting the the whole our Suns, and, and we're on that bandwagon, and I am. But, you know, same thing I said about their line yesterday, which, to their credit, they ended up covering. But it was a big line, and OKC came out firing. I understand that OKC had everybody sitting aside from Chris Paul, but – they seemed they were ahead early in the game by double digits. Um, it, it gave me pause. And I understand the Suns have been terrific in the bubble. Unbelievable, really, in the bubble, especially whenever Aiton is on the floor because he's been a menace with Booker. And so I get it if there's no Embiid, and I get it if there's no Simmons. But almost 10 points for a Suns team is, yep. still, is still a lot. That's all I'm saying. You know how I am. Anytime there's a, an almost 9 or 10-point spread, it always gives me pause, and I'm almost – by default, want to side with the underdog there. Just because that's a lot of points. That's an easy backdoor cover as, you know, the Suns could be up by 20 in this game and then the Sixers close it out in the last couple of minutes just to get it under. You never really know. Those lines always scare me when they're too, too big. But Those are the uh, – you, you got to hate those kind of games where it's like it's it's over before it started, but in the fourth quarter when there's a deep in the bench players and then they end up covering a 10-point spread by one point on a, on a, on a buzzer beater three that's a, a garbage point, you got to hate those games. I'm not touching this one. Similarly to, you know, Pelicans-Kings is the last game tonight. All the money in the world is on the Kings. You got Zion, Drew Holiday, and Brendan Ingram all sitting. Pelicans have nothing to play for. Neither does the Kings. Don't even bother betting on this game. All the money is on the uh, Kings, and the line actually isn't shifted. It's a pretty even line, so if you really have that much faith, go with the Kings. But I don't feel that comfortable going with 99% of the public there on the Kings. Same thing with Milwaukee-Washington. Milwaukee's coming off a back-to-back. Giannis is out from some coral surgery. Nothing to play for there. Doesn't even matter. The game to watch tonight and that all eyes are on is going to be Portland against Dallas. Dallas has no Luka and Porzingis again as of now, and they're coming off a back-to-back. Portland, 
our favorite team here in the bubble. And as we said, that is vying for that eight spot. Um, and it's a must win. Dame is coming off that hard uh, social media beef with Pat Bev and, uh, and Paul George. Sucks for me because I'm a big Paul George and Dame fan. So I hate to see two of my beloved top five uh, favorite players in the league uh, go at it. But good, good social media beef is good for the sport. I'm pulling for the Blazers here. Again, Mavericks coming off a of back-to-back. Must win for the Blazers. Dame is coming off that uh, vengeance-filled 51-point game. Why weren't we hitting a prop bet for that last game? I don't know. Prop bets seem to bury me anytime I touch them, so I'm not going to be doing that for this one. But I will take Blazers spread minus two. Book it. That is uh, easily the bet of the night for me. Uh, the public seems to think so too, but I'm very comfortable with that with that line, and I'm very confident in this one, Kyle. I'm really with you on the Blazers, as always. I've been on the Blazers pretty much since they got into the bubble all season. Uh, always been a day. They guy. haven't let us down. They, they have not they, let us down. They haven't really let us down, and especially in the bubble, they're a different team is the thing I like to point out. Like the Suns are a different team because they're just playing out of their minds, right? The Blazers right. are a different team because this is literally the Western Conference Finals team from last year, except now they're fully healthy, which they haven't been all year, which is why they signed Melo because they were so depleted, right? Now you have – Yusuf Nurkic back. Now you have Zach Collins back. Not only are those guys three back. Seven footers. White sides out. White sides out. But that, that all that means is that Nurkic is going to get an extra an extra seven minutes. And by the way, one of the one of the best seven footers in the league, and he's very underrated. And you, you see anytime they play, the announcer's like, mm, he's really, really good. Bosnian Bear, really good, really good. He fits so well with that team. And then Collins, the other seven footer that they're just passing when they're in the game at the at the same time, that's a very difficult lineup to defend. Uh, he is super underrated. And then obviously you got Lillard McCollum. Uh, you got Gary Trent Jr. You, got, you have a very, very good roster with the Blazers. Again, teams want them to face the Lakers in round one. They're going to give the Lakers, maybe they'll push it to six games and then tie the Lakers out a little bit. Yeah, and the big thing to remember with Nurkic too is like, again, there's no KP in this game. And Nurkic has been putting up really gaudy numbers since he's been in the bubble. So right. I, I think you got you to gotta take that into consideration. And again, Dallas is a great team when Doncic is playing, and especially when Doncic and K, uh, KP are playing. But if neither one of them are playing, they're really a horrible team. Um, they're really just a bunch of limited, one-dimensional role players for the most part. I'm not even trying to slander them. It's just it's it's a hard team. I mean, they were to, down. To they build. were down twenty. They were down twenty to the Jazz yesterday. They somehow dug deep and came back and won that game. An atrocious blunder by the Jazz to blow that lead, but. On a back-to-back, they just use they, they they use all their energy. They're not going to be able to even show up tonight. I think the Blazers may even win by double digits. It's a two-point spread. It's almost fishy how close it is. But but again, I mean, Blazers is is my easily my favorite pick of the night here. Yeah. Um, it's it's painful to watch the, the Mavs without KP or Luka. One because they're not nearly as fun, but two, it just goes to show how valuable they are. Yeah. So I, I'm locking in Blazers as well. Uh, they, they, like we said, it's a must-win anyway for them, which already makes it a no-brainer pick for me. Um, the line is definitely fishy, but if I get got here, I get got. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna ride on Dame being clutch and clearing a four points or three points spread for me anyway in my book. But um, to me, that's fine. Melo's been playing mostly well. Gary Trent Jr. is the best shooter in the NBA uh, since he got into wow. the bubble. Uh, wow. Nurkic is the alabaster shack right now. So at this point in time, <laughs> I don't know how you couldn't be more confident in the Blazers. They've been balling, uh, and again. This Mavs team really isn't all that special. And I think, again, to your point, the yes, they fought back against the Jazz. That was excellent to see. But how often do, un, you know, undermanned teams do that back-to-back? The same point we brought up with the Nets a, right. a couple days ago, too. So, yeah, it was nice to see the Nets beat the Bucks, But were they really going to do it again? Were they really going to fight back again when, when they're so depleted like they are? So, against the answer the Celtics, to me is no. They got wallops. They got wallops by the Celtics the next day. It wasn't right. close. Right. So, uh, that, that's kind of where I stand. Yeah. 
Right. I think that's a, that's a great analogy. I think we see a very similar scenario here. Blazers minus two. You heard, heard it here first. Kyle, I want to throw in a baseball bet because I know we haven't been doing as much baseball. I actually haven't looked at the lines. just haven't been betting as much. Uh, baseball has been a little bit tougher for me to get a feel um, uh, rather than NBA. But I do I do love the Braves over the Yankees today. I'm sorry to bet against your beloved Yankees. They lost Giancarlo. It was only a matter of time before he got hurt. Of course, just injury-riddled career. But I really like the Braves against uh, Montgomery. Um, and the Yanks because Montgomery is a pitcher and is not really good at all. My socks shelled him last week. So I'm going with the Braves money line in that one as well. I mean, I don't, as, as an objective baseball fan, I don't hate it because I agree that I don't, I'm not really fond of Jordan Montgomery. Obviously I'm rooting for him. I hope he does well, all those things because I'm a delusional, a very, very brash and cocky Yankee fan as I never get to do that anywhere else with my sports team. So, um, what the Knicks? <laughs> the Jets. So, <laughs> so, I, so for that reason alone, look, I'm, I'm going to bet against you just because it, it, it's my team. I, I simply cannot bet against the Yankees, especially when I understand Stanton's out. But that lineup, as I pointed out numerous times on this pod, top to bottom, is really strong. Even the guys coming off the bench are generally uh, oh, very no, good hitters. No doubt. No doubt. So, I'm, dancing, I'm dancing with fire betting against what is the best roster in the MLB right right up there with the Dodgers. So look so I, I get it and, and again too before the season started both you and I really like the Braves too. Uh we've always we been kind of high on that team. It's, it's a good young team and, and they're they're impressive. So there's nothing wrong with taking the Braves especially in baseball where there's a thousand games but I'm going to just go against you. I got to take Yankees today my friend but are you going to take run line or are you looking money line? I'm just going to take the money line. Acuna's going to go yeah yeah on Montgomery uh and and Braves are going to walk away with the win. So I'm going Blazers spread NBA Braves, MLB, money line. Yeah, and, the, and just so everyone knows, the money line for the, the uh, Braves-Yankees, plus 115 is the Braves with two sat on the mound. Uh, if you wanted to back Montgomery, minus 135. And the run lines are usually what they are. You know, run and a half, uh, minus 155 for the Braves, plus 135 for the Yankees. Uh, yeah, I like, the line. I like plus 115 there. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, look, it, it's decent value. If, if you wanted to bet on a team stealing one against the Yankees, this is the time to do it, and that's pretty decent value. So I don't argue with the logic, but – just got a bet against here. We got a heat check for Kyle. He's 13 and one in his last 14 for NBA. About to go 14 and one in his last 15, and more credible uh, milestone to say 15 because who uses 14 as a benchmark? But Blazers spread, book it. I'm looking forward to tonight's game. Okay, yeah. Uh, so on that note, guys, uh, I'm gonna just try to keep this this going for you. I, look, I've been talking about it a lot because. It's factual. I've been tweeting the picks out. We've been talking about the picks on the pod, and they've all been hitting. So if you want to hop aboard this with us, uh, do it before the playoffs. Playoffs is when things are going to get very, very difficult. So these next couple days, whether it's baseball or hockey or basketball, as, as teams are still figuring things out and, and everything's sort of that free-flowing, pick-up kind of vibe, this is when you want to take those stabs. So that's why we've been more aggressive lately, and that's why we've been urging you guys to do it with us. But ride this with us because, again, playoffs are going to be tough. Playoffs are always tough to predict. You don't know how teams are going to adjust. You don't know which matchups quite yet. So hop aboard with us. I'm trying to go 14 for my last 15 today. I'm really probably only going to take Blazers in the NBA. I might talk myself into Spurs, but Blazers are my big bet of the day. I would advise you guys to lock that in. It's game time. Love it. Glass half full, wallet half empty. Whistle wagers. Kyle, let's get it. Let's keep it rolling. Talk to you guys next time. Let's win.